welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. And let me tell you, we have got a great episode for you to listen to. And I say we've got a great episode because this is going to be something special. We haven't done this in a while. I actually have a guest co-host, the one, the only, Jared Massey. How's it going, Jared? Yeah, as it turns out, there's a lot of Jared Masseys. And if you Google me, (laughs) I'm not only not the one and only, I'm like not even first page of Google. So uh, oh. that's the other Jared Massey. I'm the, the one that you've never heard of. Gotcha. So, but other than that, Tom, <laughs> other than that, I'm doing great. I just wanted to make that distinction uh, because <laughs> other Jared Masseys have gotten themselves in trouble for things that I don't want to be associated with. So uh, gotcha. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> All right. I, 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 I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Always a pleasure to be on the KMC podcast. Always a pleasure to talk to you. And I know we have a guest today that, um, I just, I cannot wait to talk with him today and and hear uh, some of his story. Yeah, this is going to be really good. We've had some good off-air conversation already and a fun story that he'll have to to share because he literally is a time traveler. Um, He is talking to us from the future. He is truly a rock and roller. You'll understand that when he tells why I call him that now. He is a true Christian rock and roller all the way literally in every sense of the word. Um, But this is going to be really cool. So Jared, I want you to introduce our our guests. So I I typically do this, but I'm going to throw the reins to you, man. The mic is coming your way. Introduce our guest today. Well, today we're talking to the guy that when I talk to him with the kids at our church, I just call him the red tie guy. But today we're talking to Mark Millard from the kids ministry duo, The Lads. Uh, many of you, ha- you know these guys or you've used their music in your, in your kids' worship. They were based out of Tennessee for 13 years. They ministered itinerantly at kids' camps, uh, VBSs, doing worship. They did kids-style evangelism. They produced TV content. Uh, one of their shows, The Lads TV, was aired on TBN, networked to 180 countries around the world. I remember when my kids were very young, like newborn and and toddler age, this was on and we'd sit and watch this show together every Saturday morning, had a blast doing so. Um, A couple of years ago, though, they made the decision to move back to their homeland of New Zealand, and they continue to produce kids music, uh, worship music, and kid-focused video content um, through their big, big worship uh, website and, and resources. So anyway, it's my privilege to introduce today, Mark Millard from the lads. Mark, how you doing, man? Hey, you guys. I'm good. Thank you for having me on today. It's good to talk. Yeah. So the Mark. world is shaking yes. in New Zealand, at, like right before we're recording this. <laughs> tell us I about, said, you got to tell us about oh, this story. <laughs> so I, so I said earlier, like we, we, COVID's not a thing here. We're kind of quite an isolated island, but we do have earthquakes. And uh, at 2.30 this morning, 2.30 a.m. in the morning, you know when you're kind of half awake, half asleep? I heard this kind of knocking, this banging, and I'm like, is one of the kids banging the wall? What's happening here? And then my wife goes, babe, wake up. And I instantly woke up and went, oh, 
oh, we're shaking. This is an earthquake. So I'm instantly in protective dad mode. I jumped out of bed, ran downstairs to the kids' room, and everything's still shaking. And when there's an earthquake, you're not sure if it's going to go big or if it'll just kind of chill out and then be gone. So I'm standing, I'm like, do I wake them? Do I not wake them? I'm not sure. Do I need to get into safety? So I'm waiting outside their room. If it's going to big, going to go big, I'm there. After about a minute, it kind of settled down and it stopped. And, and I'm thinking, okay, my wife will be upstairs. She might have woken our, up, like our kid upstairs. Go upstairs. She's standing next to the bed. I'm like, what you, what you doing? She goes, I'm still looking for my clothes. I'm like, what? <laughs> she said, well, I kind of figured if we end up outside, I've got to be wearing the right thing, you know? And I've got to stop laughing. I've been trying to protect my family, thinking, oh, yeah, Andrea, she'll be outside my son's room upstairs. i got the kids downstairs. But, but no, she was trying to find her clothes. And she said to me in the morning, she said to me this morning, she goes, I was so brain dead last night whilst I was thinking. But just in my mind, I thought, I just got to make sure I've got my clothes sussed. And I couldn't find my top. So <laughs> we had an earthquake. No damage, but I laughed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta say, I mean, yeah, I, I, I probably would have just ran out of the house. I mean, that <laughs> probably would have been very frightening for my neighbors. But yeah, I, I, I told Mark my story in, that I when I lived in Pennsylvania that we just had this little probably three second roller where I, I felt my chair move twice and that was it. <laughs> so I can't imagine, you know, and he, you know, he did tell us uh, <laughs> that he, he gets a few of these and I'm like, no, uh, -uh. I mean, I'd like to visit New Zealand. I'd love to come see you, but I, I, you can hold the worth earthquakes for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about every hundred, 150 years, they reckon there's a pretty big one. Christchurch yeah. had a big one about 10 years ago, but, um, yeah, we we yeah. about three or four times a year we'll get one you can feel quite a bit. So, but but literally he's a day ahead of us when we're recording this. So he is talking to us from the future, which I just think yeah, is so cool. Can, can I just tell you, tomorrow is going to be great. So far, it's awesome. There have been some it. good laughs already, a lot of joy. So yeah, look forward to that, America. <laughs> Woo! All right. See, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. We're going to have so much fun today. Um, Mark, again, I'm I'm so glad, and I can't wait to share more of what you guys are doing in your ministry and and uh, this whole project of Big Big Worship. We're going to talk more about, but at the KMC, we always start off with a why type question, and so I'd love to know what what was your why to get into doing worship music all to all to, to begin with, especially focused on kids, because it would have been very easy just to focus on maybe adults or doing those kind of things. But why did you get into doing kids worship music? So <laughs> I have this theory. I think there's there's two kinds of people that end up working in kids ministry. The first kind of people are the kind of people who have loved working with kids since they were young. They started in the nursery. They couldn't wait till they were old enough. It's just a dream for them. Uh, and that's wonderful. The second kind of people who work in kids ministry are the kind of people who I think somehow the Lord tricked them. They never they never planned to be in kids ministry. They never wanted to be in kids ministry. Somehow they had to fill in somewhere. And I think that was me. That was our story. We used to work with and do ministry with teenagers. And if we were ever asked to do kids ministry, we'd say, no, 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 no. Stay in your lane, you know, keep the main thing, the main thing <laughs> yeah, and other right. such cliches 
which the Lord doesn't abide to. And um, <laughs> eventually it came about, we, we um, through a set of circumstances, we kind of had to. Um, we were desperate enough that we attended a VBS in Houston, in Texas, and we kind of got it. We saw the Lord do some incredible ministry, some amazing impact on some young people. And I think we thought, I, I want to do this the rest of my life. This is fantastic. So to me, it's such an incredible privilege. It's not only uh, the best job in the world, it's something I love and feel so privileged to be able to work with young people. Mark, uh, so you talked a little bit there about your work with teenagers. Now, I, I really know you guys, the lads from my uh, my work with children and children's ministry, um, discovering, you know, the worship and the, the lads TV and stuff that you've done. But uh, there's a song that it's one of my favorite songs you guys do, Creator. I just I think the lyrics in that song are incredible. I think the music is fun. And, and it's it. Um, we actually adopted that song as our like our VBS theme a couple of years ago. And my pastor, I can't tell you how many times he said, this is the best song we've ever done. I mean, but <laughs> there's a version of that song that I remember from when I was a teenager. Um, and it sounded a little different. And the band that sang that song looked a little different than the uh, red tie, black shirt and the camouflage Steve. Um, and so can you talk a little bit about your start as the lads and maybe briefly about that evolution you kind of hit on there, but evolution to children's worship <laughs> well we we don't we don't have a regular band start i think i think we first firstly we were a group of guys that grew up in a a fairly conservative evangelical church and you know when you go to camps and they have a talent night well we thought hey let's do a funny song well let's make up a rap with some funny words and maybe girls will like us so um we did that and again god uses these crazy motivations we did that People laughed, people clapped, and I, I don't know if it actually brought about any actual conversations with girls at the time. You know, this is 13, 14-year-old stuff. That's a big deal. But um, that was my initial motivation. But people liked it, so they, they invite us to other things and say, hey, will you come to this event and do one of those funny songs? And we go, uh, you know, 14-year-old boy, yeah, I guess so, yeah. sure. And then we got invited to other bigger events and then even music festivals. And we learned instruments along the way, but we never considered ourselves a band. We considered ourselves just a bunch of mates or, or lads, which is kind of our, our New Zealand Kiwi slang for just a bunch of guys. Um, but somewhere along the line, for us, it became ministry. We realized we've got this platform. Wouldn't it be awesome? Instead of just making people laugh, wouldn't it be awesome if we could actually tell them about Jesus? So, um, the heart of what we were doing became very ministry focused and evangelism focused as well. And that grew out um, out of that. We went into full-time ministry, traveled around New Zealand and Australia, um, sharing the gospel in um, high schools and anywhere and everywhere that we could. So, so that was what we thought we were going to be doing and keep, keep on doing when we're in the United States. But uh, God had other plans and he had good plans, which we love. And that's been working with um, kids and young people now for, oh, I think, probably about 14, 15 years. Wow, that's that's a great story. I love, I love hearing that. Oh, oh man, oh, man. Um, you know, it's it, 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 now it doesn't surprise me how you guys know how to engage kids, um, especially boys, because um, you're just 
big kids. <laughs> you're, <laughs> well, you're you big... know what? I think because we are like originally we were a group of five guys when we came to the US, there was four or three. Um, because of that, I think we kind of we used to joke around with each other. We used to talk about having God fun, fun where God was in the middle of it. And we'd laugh a lot um, and enjoy just entertaining each other as much as other people. And that, that was our foundation. And I think also growing up, I, I didn't I didn't connect with church a lot because I found church quite boring, to be honest. But I knew that God wasn't. And what really kept me there was that I had relationships with other guys. And our church fortunately had a basketball court where we'd play basketball for hours. And we had small groups where we would get to know each other and talk about God things. So even though there were some aspects of the church I didn't relate to, I learned to relate to a God um, because of my friends who were other guys. So I think that's, that's a part of my story, totally part of my story. When you start talking about worship and when we think about worship, you know, sometimes I think that's part of why some kids, especially older kids disengage because they don't realize that worship can be fun too. And I love that word, God fun. That's great. Um, I'm going to definitely remember that and, and be using that one because that's that's so good. I'm, I'm curious to know, what, what are some of the things that as you guys traveled and as you're, as you're engaging churches in worship, what are you seeing? Um, how, how did, what kind of things did you learn from, from traveling around about how churches are doing worship with kids? Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. We, one of the most interesting things for me was seeing right across the gambit of the most conservative churches to right up to the swinging from the chandeliers churches there, the, and I say that respectfully, um, they all have a heart to connect kids to God, you know, no matter where you are on the, um, in the range, in the library of churches, as it were. Um, and that's really cool. But one thing we did notice is that so many kids pastors, and I know we've brought this up already, spoke to us. And I think because we were guys and said, I'm having a lot of trouble with my fourth or fifth grade boys they're sitting at the back they don't really engage when we get to these certain songs um some of the girls are connecting but the boys are punching each other and shoving each other um and and what i really want to do is introduce them to jesus but they're they're just not there what do i do and that actually got to us it started us thinking along this train because something that was very natural for us being guys we would we would kind of do things that we thought appeal to us, hoping they would appeal to others. Um, and that got us thinking, how, how, are we, how are we ministering to boys? Are we missing something as the church in the way we minister to boys? Um, and, I, and I know the church as a whole statistically would say, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of churches where statistically there's uh, more women than men attend church, but in kids' ministry as well. Are we, are we not doing something right? Or, or do we need to perhaps adapt or change something? The message never needs to change. The message is Jesus. Mm. The message is the, the only way to God is through Jesus. The only way to life is through Jesus. But can we adapt our message somehow so we draw more in? So we become, change the bait as it were, so we become better fishers of men and women. Mark, hearing some of your faith story, you know, how you kind of came through um, the church, a lot of your music and how 
how it's made makes more sense. And I've heard you talk before some of what you've said, but that line that you said that, man, this is just so incredible, said that church was boring, but you knew God wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think yeah. uh, what you, one of the things your music does is, um, I, I think it does an incredible job of focusing on a God who isn't boring. Mm. lyrically especially i think the music is always fun i think you guys are incredible musicians and i don't want to pull away from that at all but lyrically you guys are doing things creatively that just isn't done in worship music just in general anywhere um oh gracious and uh i just think now i understand that a little bit better um from you because you're teaching kids that God isn't boring. And oh, so absolutely. And, about these you know, lyrics, like my best friend, which is a concept kids grasp internally, is the creator of the universe. And then, and then you're doing all these things. He's like a toaster, you know, like, I mean, like, <laughs> um, that's so, that's why your stuff, in my opinion, is set apart. It's why I use your stuff personally, um, on a regular and consistent basis. And uh, it's why, you know, I'm a subscriber to Big Big Worship, which we'll hit on here in a bit. Um, But you do an incredible job of pointing to a God who is never boring. And then I think the other thing you hit on there was just so good is that you found God through community. Mm, And I think that message right now is more powerful than it has ever been because we are disconnected in a lot of ways. Um, but recognizing just the value of community in, in growing in faith formation. And so anyway, I just want to say like, like, I think your music is honest to who you are and who your faith story is. And I'm just so inspired to think about how do we create environments where um, kids are having those similar kind of experiences. And I'm in a small church. So we don't have a ton of boys. And so while on one hand, you can foster deeper relationships, um, sometimes it's very difficult to connect with when there's only two or three guys, you may not connect with those two or three and you can't just jump over to the other group. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, I I just wanted to take a minute to kind of talk through as a, as a subscriber, like I feel like your, your, your music is honest to everything you just just said sure it's, it's really interesting you say that because i think in a day where people can listen to the best teaching podcasts in the world they can listen to the best worship on apple music or spotify the place that the church um and kids ministry fits into all of this is community that there's something about us getting together and worshiping together there's something about us learning together and feeding off each other. And that's such an important thing to foster. So what we focus, our bit is to try and help make sure and and I guess be a resource for when we sing together, let's try and make it work. And it's interesting you say that because some of our songs do do, do mention toasters, but, but it's kind of like there's hooks and there's truth. So sometimes we'll use hooks to keep things interesting and fun, but there's a fundamental truth um, coming through. And for example, that song, My Best Friend is the Creator of the Universe. That's actually an extraordinary thing. Do you not know? Have you not heard our God is the creator of the ends of the earth? What's that? Isaiah 40? 
Um, so, so yeah, we do spend a lot of time on lyrics because even though they're kids, um, the foundational theology has to come through because kids' lives are changed when they look at who God is, not when they just look at who that they are. It's not that self-gazing kind of thing. I'm so bad. Um, I did this. I did that. That won't change you. I think that a part of the salvation process is really realizing how far we are from God. But the thing that changes our lives is looking at who God is. It's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. That's us changing our mind, changing our lives. So when we see how big God is, and that's that's why we sing a lot about Jesus. That's why we sing a lot about the awesomeness and the amazingness of God. Um, Peter walked on water when he saw how awesome Jesus was mm. walking on water. It, it changes us. It increases our faith. So, you know, Peter, only a few steps, but... That's a few steps better than I've done. So um, it's, it's interesting you say that. I think we do actually, amongst all the fun, we do think, because we want our kids' lives to be changed, we do think, what are the things that's going to impact the life of a kid? And, and early on, I think, so we used to be, as a ministry, focused on evangelism. We would be like, we just want to tell kids about Jesus, share the gospel. But we kind of realized along the way, if we can connect kids to God, then that's his wheelhouse. He mm-hmm. loves sharing his good news. So yes, we speak and yes, we sing and yes, we have fun. But ultimately, ultimately one of our key roles is connect kids to God. Let them go one-on-one. Let them go face-to-face with the maker, with the creator of the universe, who has better things to say to them than I ever could. Greater truth, more life-changing, the one who speaks to a, a kid's heart in a way that will change them forever. So, so that's, and that's, it's interesting, Tom, you asked earlier, why worship? That's why worship for us, because we realized yeah. our role as as leaders in kids' ministry was really just to connect kids to God and get them into a place where they're going one-on-one with the maker. Wow. Can I ask, Mark, how do you encourage people? Um, because so much of, I believe in the power of God fun and, and all of that. And I think it's wonderful and holy. And C.S. Lewis says, joy is the serious business of heaven. And I like resonate yeah. with that quote. But yeah. at the same time, there is an important distinction that we have to train, especially our boys, because we do live in an entertainment driven culture. I want to consume. I want to be entertained. But what, what kind of advice would you offer to someone to say, okay, we can have these God fun moments, but then how do we also trans transition those or translate those into like the serious uh, worship of not that worship itself isn't fun, but I think there is a little bit of a distinction where there's, there should be some some solemnness and some reflection that happens in that. Do you have maybe some points or some tips to, because your music does cover those grounds. So I know it's your heart. You know, that's, that's a really good point. And it's, it's interesting. It's, it's similar to, the way that some people observe boys as being disruptive, they won't sit still, they keep punching, yelling, pushing, shoving, and they'd go, that's just disruptive. Instead of going, that's the way they are, it can actually be constructive. We can use that. And it's the same with our kids who there's a part of every kid today, more so than when I was a kid, that goes, hey, I need to be entertained. Well, well, we can actually use that. And we use the God fun moments to kind of draw them in as it were. And then, but you've got to, you've got to take them if you want to lead them. 
Now, mm-hmm. a lot of us sometimes miss that and they'll, they'll never grab a kid's attention or they've never, in a sense, and this is, again, I keep coming back to boys, they've never earned the right to, to lead and they'll be wanting to take them somewhere, but boys aren't ready to go or, or a lot of the kids aren't ready, ready to go. So we use one of the elements of that is fun. So that's why some of our uh, screen games we have or some of the songs we have, the moving song, we have a song called the moving song. It's really just gather so the kids funny. in, have some fun, get the jiggles out. That's very intentional. That's why we wrote that song because you've got to, you've got to take them if you want to lead them somewhere. Sometimes yes. we try and lead people somewhere too soon and no one's with us. So that's a part of it. Once you've got them, transitioning is is a whole lot easier. But I'd say get them first and then you can say, hey guys, listen up. We're going to do this now. Listen up. We're going to read this verse and I want you, I want your, your hearts open and your mouths closed. Once you've got them, you can take them there and you can change the environment. You can influence the environment. Wow. That is so good. Um, you guys have have uh, launched this new project, um, Big Big Worship, and I would love for you to tell the leaders that are listening to this about it because I love the idea that you have to get them and lead them. And I think a lot of our leaders are still struggling with getting them. I also think they're struggling with leading them. Mm-hmm. And and what I looked through when Jared first told me to get to take a look because I hadn't seen the new project yet. And so I started digging into it and started looking through it. And I was like, wow, this is really amazing what you guys are offering and to especially to help any size church. But this is a this is a this is a a set of resources that are is going to help so many smaller and medium-sized churches with budget tight crunches right now. I mean, you're offering something incredible for $39 a year. Um it's just, I I was like shocked. So I, I I'd love to hear you tell a little bit about what's behind it and what's there in the big big worship, um, so that people can learn about this because I I don't want them to miss this because if they've struggled with some of these things, if they've struggled with engaging boys, if they've struggled with worship, they definitely need to take a good look at this. Cool. Thanks, Tom. Um, this is all part of our journey as well. One thing we noticed when we traveled around is so many kids pastors said to us, where do I find good resources for worship? And, um, and we'd say, Oh, you could go here. You could go here. And some of them would say, well, it's just too complicated. There's just too much there or, or that's a great idea, but that's way outside my budget. And we thought, and this was a lot, this was a long time coming. This was like many years ago. We thought, we would love to be a part of the solution to that, providing a, a means in a way that kids pastors can get great content for their kids because they need great content. The message hasn't changed. The message doesn't need to change. But the way we talk about it, and, and like I said before, we're using different baits, so we make sure we catch on these kids. Um, so so what we thought was, what if we get a, an entire library Um of content and not just the lads. We've got a bunch of friends in kids ministry who we've said, hey, want to join us? And they've gone, yeah, sure. So there's content from us and a whole bunch of other people. We've bundled it all together. I think there's more than actually 150 um, videos, um, mostly worship music. There's also screen games. There's Bible verses, Bible verse songs. There's um, content for, 
for preschoolers um, all bundled together an entire library and we wanted to um, make it available for a price anyone can afford so it's 39 dollars annually and that's something you pay just once a year and then you download whatever you like as much as you like um, we wanted to make it like netflix it's just there pay your fee and then do what you like and you know for me <laughs> maybe this is just me that's less than taking my kids out to chick-fil-a all the movies <laughs> don't talk to me about chick-fil-a and the movies that's a lot so um so so we wanted to make it something that kids passes can afford but but that's also good and we're a big filter in that there's brand new songs there's old songs there's fast songs there's slow songs there's well-known songs um and we're building that library up every month where we're adding new content new songs new screen games um we want to make it an awesome resource that any kids pastor um, can use and access that would be um, helpful to them. That is fantastic. So Jared, I'm going to put you on the spot because I know you, I mean, you're the one that kind of clued me in on this and said, take a look at this and you've used their stuff um, as a kids pastor. Um, you know, Mark can plug his ears or something. So, you know, we, but <laughs> no, he doesn't actually, I want him to hear this, but I want to ask you, why did you choose to use the lads? Why are you using? Cause you are subscribed to the big, big worship you're in um, and you're using this in your own ministry. I want to know why you're doing it and what do you see? What have you seen out of using something like this? Yeah. So like I said, I used to watch the lads TV. So I was kind of a fanboy. Uh, in fact, I'd love to start a petition to get Jared to join the lads. So anybody listening to this, please send Mark an email, contact the lads. And think of uh, just we want to get this rolling. I've been pitching for a few years. I'm really hoping. But uh, big, I'm a big fan um, just because I, I, I always I'll be honest, Mark, I've always kind of felt like a lad. Your, your stuff is so accessible and it is just kind of you and your friends that you just feel like you're a part of the group from a distance. But uh, a few years ago, I actually met Mark at the AG Kidman conference. It was 2017. And you guys were really launching big, big worship. And at the time it was DVDs. And there were two of them. Um, I don't remember. I think one was out and I think I had to pre-order the other. I don't remember exactly how it all worked at the time, but, but they had their booth set up and I'm walking by and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the lads. And your music was playing and I knew immediately I had to have this in my tool set. Um, but what I got was a few songs by the lads and then a few songs on that DVD, on those DVDs from Cool Kids Worship and a few songs from Hannah O. And, and so here's what I immediately gravitated with this resource was, yeah, there were certain songs on there that I knew were going to engage rambunctious boys like myself and the boys that I have in my house. Um, <laughs> but there was a variety available in there to where I was going to get a lot of bang for my buck. Um, I was going to get access to um, different age sets and different uh, all in one resource. Well, then a couple of years ago now um, in another conversation with Mark, he started telling me about this website that they're going to move big, big worship to a website. And as he's describing it, I'm like, this is going to be an incredible resource. And so um, checked it out right away. In fact, Mark, I think you sent me an email just right after you launched the website. 
and which uh, and I checked it out. I'm like, this is amazing. This is a, an incredible resource. And I see that price tag at the top and about fell out of my chair because <laughs> I'm like, is this monthly? Is this, yeah. this is, I can't, could not. I thought it was at first. That this is an annual subscription. So immediately, I mean, I'm in, I'm signed up. Um, and when you get into this resource, you're going to find, he hit on it, but there's preschool videos. There's bumper like intro videos that you can use for fun. There's all of this music from all of these artists. Um, you've got like a more hip hop style artist available uh, on there now. And, and you've just got such variety uh, for that price point. Um, honestly, anybody who's listening, you'd be a fool not to sign up for this. Because if if even one or two of these songs are usable by your church, you've you've recouped your investment based on the pricing structure of a lot of other artists. And so, um, so what drew me to them was one their heart for praise and worship. Um, two that 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 interactive, like engaged excitement, God fun. We called it here. And then three, you put that at a price point I could not avoid, um, even if I wanted to. I would be an absolute fool to not sign up for, for that resource. And I'll, 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 Mark, I'll do you one better. Anybody listening to KMC Podcast right now, if you sign up for bigbigworship.com and you are not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. <laughs> that's how much, that's, wow. just, that's just how much I believe in in this, in this resource and uh, how grateful I am personally <laughs> for it being available. Uh, we do the moving song one or two just about every week to start off. Oh, dude, that's it awesome. gets the wiggles out and, uh, it, and our kids just, they have not gotten bored with it yet. Um, <laughs> so anyway, love it. That's, that's why if you could tell Tom and Mark, I got a little passionate there for a minute, but <laughs> I get excited I, about things I love. Don't I don't know. I just wife. don't know if I can believe you. I I just don't think I think <laughs> I think he paid you to say that. I don't feel like that was a real genuine. <laughs> no. He didn't even Hold give it. me a free subscription to the worship <laughs> site. I know I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, that's awesome to hear you say that, Jared. Because um, when early on, we kind of thought we want to do something that's bigger than us because. I like my mm. music, but I don't want to listen to me all day. Um, and I figured other people would be the same. So that's why we use other artists from the from the outset to go, let's have other artists. Let's bring in who we can for different styles, different, even different moments in church. So it'll be most yes. useful for kids' passes. Well, it's fantastic. I mean, I in fact I I hadn't I hadn't heard that moving song and I'm like um, yeah, I'm telling our, our kids pastor about that one, because one thing I've noticed during COVID for us is that our worship, I see the kids standing there right now. And I think, I don't know if it's the masks. I don't know if it's just the season of how, you know, this whole separation thing, the whole, I mean, where I live, we have kids. I mean, some days they're actually in a building with their friends. Other days they're actually our church hosts the school and we've got a big enough facility and, and it was, a, they had a school in there for a while. And so we, we've got the setup so we can handle having kids do school work at our church. So school buses literally drop the kids off. And, and I don't know if it's all this season of, of just change and, and, and all that, but I noticed on Sunday mornings that during the time that we're, we're singing and, and we're supposed to be worshiping that the kids are, are, they they've struggled with that joy and 
and and moving and I, I I saw that song last night and I was like, gosh, you know what? I think that that would flip the script for kids just to get into church and do something that we've never done before and to get them up and moving. And that song is so fun um, and exciting. And I just, I'm like, I can't wait for Sunday. Cause I'm like, we're going to try this. Cause actually the children's pastor has gone this weekend and I'm on stage. So I get to control it. So I'm, I'm going <laughs> to, I want that one because I want to, I want to get the kids going. Um, but I, I mean, it's one of those things that I've noticed that, like I said, our kids are struggling right now. And, and they're, and I think our, even our leaders are struggling with worship because you can't tell if anybody's singing because you can't see yeah. their mouths yeah. and it's hard to hear the voices. Um, I mean, I've even told our leader, maybe, maybe we do need to turn the music down just a little bit so we can hear them singing. And last week was one of the first weeks. Um, and I don't know what it was, um, except for the fact that we really got them up and moving and playing a game ahead of time that really got them wound up. And I heard a lot of laughter for the first time in weeks that anyway, it just, I feel like we're starting to make this change, but I really feel like your music and, and your approach would really help a lot of leaders. And I'm curious for leaders that are struggling with worship stuff right now, could you give us some pro tips of, of ways that you found engaged kids um, more to get them into worship more, to get them into praise mode more? Could you, could you help us out a little bit? I, I would say, and this seems counterintuitive to my job, <laughs> I would say if you're really struggling with worship, think a little bit outside the box. Even think a little bit outside of if your group is not ready to be singing, if they're not ready to, say, go into deep worship moments, no matter how much you love them, you've got to take them where they're at and move them on. And so maybe, maybe, it's a time to not be singing like that. Maybe it's a time to go, you know, we're going to do this singing thing because it's a part of we do. Let's just do one song at the start. But the aim here isn't to get kids singing. The aim is to get kids connected to God. So I wonder if kids are, if your kids are really struggling in this environment, then what's another way, even without music, that we can get kids connected to God? Maybe we're looking at other kinds of interactive um, ministry type things. Maybe we can get them just moving around, um, thinking out loud. Maybe we can do things to get them. If your kids need a laugh, then have some fun with them. Get them messy. Have an aim one Sunday to go, you know what, by the end of Sunday, I want 90% of these kids to be messy. And sure, send an email out to the parents beforehand. <laughs> but I would say sometimes you need to take kids where they're at. And if that's where they're at, then minister to where their hearts are at. And if their hearts are worried, then think, how can I remind them of the peace of God that they already have? They already, it's inside of them. It's being aware of the truth. Um, and it's, it doesn't always come from um, just trying to, let's try a different type of song. Sometimes it comes from, let's do a little different thing and then let me play some music and we'll get them to, I'll read the message of the cross or, or let's just try something different. Let's just kind of get them connected to God in a different way. And long-term, I would say using music's extraordinary because music often sidesteps part of our mind that goes to our heart. Um, King David experienced that. He, he did some extraordinary things in music to, to King Saul. 
Um, music can be powerful, but I would say meet your kids where they're at. What are, what are your kids feeling? What's the good news? What's the gospel, which means good news to your kids where they're at? If they need joy, if they need peace, then try and think how can we connect the joy and the peace of God to your kids where they're at with or without music. The music can come when it can come, but um, mm. I, I would suggest that to think a little bit further, the aim being not to sing, the aim being how can we connect them with God and the, the truth of the gospel they need to hear right now. You, you hit on this, Mark, and I just had this conversation with some of our key kids last night in a, a group we have. And, and I just said, you know, it's fun to worship God by jumping around and shouting. We've done a fun song, but it's fun to worship God that way. But we have to also be able to go deeper. So I think, I think music is a, is by God's commandment should be a part of worship. Um, Because, you know, I think worship and music are, you know, we see tambourines, worship with a tambourine and a lyre and and all these things. Um, but I don't think it has to be the the end all sum of worship. And so yeah. when we get kids worshiping with their full body, um, we we re, um, reinforce that idea. But then also being able to transition from a worship music to other experiences like you're talking about that help them grow deeper um, in. Mm-hmm. And, and man, you've said this over and over. And it's just it's such a powerful thought is connecting kids to God. That's the, that's the, isn't that the end all of what we're here for and be it through music or through great storytelling or through uh, small group experiences and community. But all of those things have one linear focus and that is connecting kids to this amazing, wonderful God. Um, And so like, I love your resources and, uh, they're great, but I just, I love your heart because it goes so much bigger than the resources you've created. And, and I do want to say this as we're wrapping up here um, to, because we didn't get a chance to, to break down all of the things you offer, um, but you can kind of sample that. You can go to the website, bigbigworship.com. People can sample that, but there's an interesting resource in there. I want to end, maybe let you talk about for just a second. There's some kid led worship. Some of those songs are uh, some kids, and I know that those kids have um, some background with the lads. You want to just talk about this kid band, these kid <laughs> bands, real, real briefly, and then, and then I think we're about out of time for today. Yeah, we we really wanted to have. So you know, I'm an adult, and we've been in kids ministry for a long time. But part of what we wanted to have on Big Big Worship is kids leading kids in worship. And some of the kids we found, you know, we, we didn't do a nationwide audition because there were some kids in our house. <laughs> so it's my kids and Steve's kids um, and who are um, cool kids worship. And that's them. And they love it. They love not just, you know, recording the songs and things like that and being in the videos. They, they love the fact that they get to lead other kids in worship. And that's a cool thing because I think part of, and again, this comes down to boys, part of what helps boys engage in worship is modeling and the way you create a culture of worship is by modeling it whether that's on screen or by the people who are um so for fourth and fifth grade boys um they're either going to look to the loudest um fourth or fifth grade boy or they're going to look to whoever is the 10th grade or 11th grade teenager you've got in there helping 
So it's controlling the influences, right? So, so con- well, influencing the environment. Um, so, so, so we wanted to have kids modeling worship. We want to have kids leading other kids in worship. And just the same way that you might have other people, if you want a worship environment, then you need other people in your worship environment worshiping. Yeah. Because that's yeah. the way kids learn so much by watching. Um, so that, that's why we did that. And we had a lot of fun with it too. And your kids are so much cooler than me. So I would much, <laughs> rather, me, me. I would much rather put your kids on the screen leading leading my kids than me up there trying to be a fool starting a lawnmower, uh, you know, and yeah. saying a prayer because I'm going to praise God everywhere. Uh, and so, like, it's just it's just so great, though. That was such a great uh, addition to, again, yes. your resource to say, um, it's so powerful to have kids leading kids. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not just not just a bunch of grownups, because yeah. I think there's a there's a mentality that church grownups uh, are supposed to act like church grownups. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when they see a kid doing those same kind of things, like worshiping and and, and having that God fun, uh, now it becomes okay as a fifth mm-hmm. grade boy when I see this other kid doing it, um, and he's on screen and he's. I have permission to have fun. At yeah. And, right. and, and then more than fun, also permission to go deeper as well. Absolutely. Yes. Which is, which is sometimes that's the little tipping point, right? Because if we can, we can nail the fun, but sometimes we need to leave them kind of off that ledge, the kind of surrender part to go. It's a big step for a kid to go, forget about who's around you. This is you and God. Yeah. Talk to him from your heart. Raise your hands if it helps. Kneel down if it helps. This is you and God time. And when you have other kids leading you in that, then that can be an awesome, uh, almost like they'll break the ground for you and it's easier for kids to go in that direction. Yeah, so good. Yeah, it is. Oh, man. Wow, I hate to wrap up. Um, this has been so good. So we're obviously gonna, we're gonna have to have you back on again for sure. Um <laughs> And hopefully with no earthquakes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and all of that. But um, Mark, again, thanks. Thanks for taking time um, to, to join us. And Jared, thanks for, for co-hosting with me. Um, this has been fun. It's nice to have somebody else interacting and asking questions. I've been, I, I get to sit, kind of almost sit back and sip some coffee. I mean, it was, it was just kind of like, <laughs> this is great. I'll just watch you guys go. This has been so much fun for me. Um, no, <laughs> it has been seriously. And, and I really would recommend uh, if you have not gone to big, big go check it out. Um, I mean, shoot 40 bucks for the year. And you got Jared's guarantee on top of it. Um <laughs> Just send an email to Tom at kidsministrycollective.com. Yeah, no, it's, it's one of the Jared Messies on the first Yeah, it's one of us. One of them. Who can tell? Just, just just Google them and tell them that, you know, Jared said to send, you know. Yeah. I, I really do think, listen, if you're listening to this, you owe it to yourself, but especially to your kids and your church to go to bigbigworship.com and check it out. Mark is not paying me to say that. We. All right. We, um, I've known him for a few years now, but, but, uh, I just respect his, his heart for worship and kids and you owe it to yourself to just get off this podcast as soon as we're done and go to their website and check it out. And you will not be disappointed. You won't. And I haven't had a lot of time to talk with you, Mark, but I'm a fan. And, <laughs> well, I appreciate uh, what you guys are doing. I've listened to a, a few of your podcasts and, um, 
Tom, and it's it's awesome. It's it's mm-hmm. so good to to share knowledge, share resources and experiences. So um, I'm loving what you're doing too. Yeah. Well, we're glad to to have you in the Kid Ministry Collective community and look forward to to seeing some of your resources being shared there. And uh, again, we'd love for you guys to interact, let us know um, what you think. Um, Thanks for listening to this episode of the KMC. Um, We're glad that you've listened, taken time out of your day. If you can share it with other leaders, we would be honored if you do that. Leave a review, just helps us get out there more so more leaders can hear about the podcast Uh, But again, thanks for listening. Uh, We enjoy bringing these episodes to you all. Um, If Again, if you need any help, you need any resources, you need connection, you need somebody to talk to, I'm here to serve you. That's what I do. Um, That's what I love. And it's just about building the kingdom. So Mark, Jared, thanks again, guys. Um, This has been a fun episode. And to everybody else, stay tuned again and enjoy. Uh, We'll be bringing another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.